As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that flips through the pages of history to deliver old news in a new way. I'm Gabe Lusier, and in this episode, we're looking at the time New Zealand put the rest of the world to shame by becoming the first country to enfranchise women. The day was September 19th, 1893. David Boyle, the governor of New Zealand, signed a landmark piece of legislation that gave women the right to vote and parliamentary elections. This act made New Zealand the first self-governing nation in the world to make women's suffrage the law of the land. In other democracies, including the United States and Britain, women did not win the right to vote until nearly three decades later. The women of New Zealand got there first, in part because of the country's relatively small size and population, but also because its society was more malleable and open to change than traditionalist Europe. Social movements that began abroad found more purchase in the young nation of New Zealand than they did on their own shores. But that said, the fight still wasn't easy. When British colonists first took control of New Zealand in the mid-1800s, they brought with them the all-too-common idea that only men were suited for the world of politics. As a result, the social order of New Zealand quickly snapped into alignment with that of European societies, with women and minorities firmly at the bottom. However, by the end of the century, an international movement began to shift the balance of power. 
some women started pushing back against a worldview that excluded them from public life. Throughout Europe and the United States, women found new opportunities outside their homes. Some began attending high schools and colleges. Others found careers in nursing or started taking on church and charity work. Gradually, the conversation shifted to women's political rights, and the fight for the vote was on. New Zealand's own suffragists took inspiration from these foreign campaigns. They agreed with British feminists that women should have equal rights, and they agreed with American temperance groups that society was in need of moral reform and that women would need the vote to make it happen. In 1885, the leader of a U.S.-based temperance group visited New Zealand to help set up a local branch. The result was New Zealand's first national women's organization, which ultimately provided a platform for the women of New Zealand to secure their right to vote. By the early 1890s, prominent New Zealand suffragist Kate Shepard and her fellow campaigners were ready to take the fight to Parliament. In 1891, they organized the first of three petitions, gathering more than 9,000 signatures. In 1892, a second petition garnered almost 20,000 signatures. Meanwhile, opponents of women's suffrage warned that upsetting the natural order would have dire consequences for society. The local liquor industry shared this conviction and even launched its own counter-petitions, probably because women voters were more likely to support the prohibition of alcohol. The suffragists did find some support among male members of parliament. When their petitions were submitted, both in 1891 and 1892, the House of Representatives passed electoral bills that would have given women the right to vote. Unfortunately, on both occasions, the bills failed in parliament's more conservative upper house, the Legislative Council. Refusing to give up, the suffragists presented their third petition in 1893. This time, they had amassed nearly 32,000 signatures, a quarter of the population of European women in New Zealand. With public opinion clearly on their side, a bill supporting the measure was easily passed in the House for a third time. The big question was whether the Legislative Council would once again reject the bill. Suffragists held huge rallies to show how many people backed their cause, and they flooded members of the council with telegrams urging their support. Opponents tried several ways to sabotage the bill, but in the end, it was passed on September 8, 1893, with a narrow margin of 20 votes to 18. Opponents of suffrage, including some members of parliament, tried to convince the governor not to sign the bill, but he totally did. On September 19th, the law went into effect, and all women who were citizens aged 21 and over, including Maori, became eligible to vote. Suffragists throughout the country and across the world celebrated the victory. That November, the women of New Zealand went to the polls for the first time in a national election. For women in many other countries, the fight for voting rights would continue for years to come, but the change in New Zealand gave hope that their own struggle would not be in vain. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have something on your mind you'd like to share, you can send it my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. 
Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show. And thank you, as always, for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wooden! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.